nice kids. They're gonna love Dark Falls. <laughs> Somebody's out there. Something. Something. Saber's coming. Come on, man, we gotta go. Saber's hungry. Stay out of the basement. I must have your beautiful hands. Wow, cuckoo clock of doom. I'm going totally cuckoo. This episode drove us totally cuckoo. cuckoo oh no, my cuckoo. Cuckoo clock of doom. Wow. Uh, we Woo! are we're on episode three of Goosebumps, the 2023 series on Disney Plus and Hulu. Yes, episode three, cuckoo clock of doom. I am Daniel Montgomery. And I'm Matthew Doom Montcookery. And we this room is filled with dupes. Oh of no, us. there's so many yellow gooey dupes. Just from like just like from the book. Um, are you ready for a big laugh? We we smell like watermelon Jolly Ranchers. Isn't that wild? That's very funny. I have to say I love watermelon Jolly Ranchers. In fact, they were my favorite flavor. I do like watermelon Jolly Ranchers. Mmm. Mm. Candies. Trick or treat. Mm. Halloween. Halloween. So we go back in time to James at this Halloween party. I love to see the word Halloween on the screen. Love that. Yeah, my favorite part of the episode is when it said Halloween on the screen at the top. Love that. Yes, James is dressed as a sexy cat for Halloween. You know, some sexy cat. And we see James arriving at the Halloween party, given all that gay dialogue, mama. Yeah. And then he goes yes. up he yeah. goes up and flirts with this jock, or tries to, but because he doesn't know anything about soccer, he is brutally we've rebuffed. Totally, we've totally missed him getting hit on the head and getting a contusion. Oh, sure, yeah. Yeah, when Isaiah breaks into the basement of the Nicholas Biddle house, Harold Biddle house, mm-hmm. um... Uh, James get, hits hits his head and a cuckoo pop, pops out of a cuckoo clock and um, that's what starts all of this. Yeah, he gets he gets bunged in the head in the first episode and then we see it again in this episode and then Allison immediately says, oh, you're showing a contusion. Yeah, that makes sense. And anyway, cut to the Halloween party. We're having a wonderful time except... Oh no, James and Sam aren't gonna work out. Yes. I have to say I love that we 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 we're full gay. I love I love it. Let's scream it from the rooftops. I love yeah. that we're going gay. I love it. Yeah, and James and Sam have Sam is a really uh, dynamic, interesting character. And um, they both have white hot electric chemistry. Just like Allison and Isaiah and Margot and Isaiah. Yeah, lots of um, snap, crackle, pop energy happening between all of these characters. They're really electric, interesting, likable people. So James decides to leave, and as he goes to exit the house, he can't. He gets shoved back, and and it, and it rewinds in time to when he banged his head. But a, a pop, a, a duplicate version of him runs out into the ether. We don't, we don't, yes, we, I guess we do see that. We do see it. We see it right away. You're, you're right. And so he eventually finds out that every time he tries to leave the house, it takes him back in time to that moment. And he's living in a time loop. Kind of into that. I thought that was like kind of fun. I'm, I'm, I, you know, I'm reaching here. I thought I was like, oh, that's kind of fun. It's not Cuckoo Clock of Doom, which of course would mean 
if we're going from the books, James would go back and I, I there, he, it's not like he would bang his head and stump something would happen with the clock. It, of course, in the book, we know that if you turn, what's Michael? If we turn, if Michael turned the head backwards on the cuckoo, and that sent him um, back in. He was de aging every day. He got younger and younger until he had disappeared. Please listen to our episode on that. Yeah, this has nothing to do with that really. Um, uh, I thought it was really exciting and fun, the idea of like being stuck in a Halloween party and getting to live it over and over and over again to know enough about your crush to get him to like you. I think the idea of that is very fun. The idea of that is very fun, and they and they James goes back in, back in time enough to, or, or gets stuck in a time loop long enough to Google about soccer, and all of a sudden, because he knows about soccer, Sam is very into him. And then... At one point at, during one of the time loops, oh no, I'm sorry. When 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 things really are, when Sam and James are really hitting it off. James, Sam is like, "Let's get out of here!" And we we all scream, "Woo!" as an audience. And then James has the thought to go to the cuckoo clock and just open it and sort of like break it. Right? Can we see for a second too in the cuckoo clock the 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 hands of time are moving backwards slowly. Yes, we did see that. Yeah, but he just like breaks the clock essentially and then that's that. He's able to leave the house and then I can't believe this, but I, this baffles me. They they I get to leave the house and we don't see what happens. It cuts the next morning and that that's it. And did this, they make out? Did they hook up? Where did they go? Where did what they happened? go? What did they do? Did they go on a date? Did they hit it off? Did they spend the night? What happened there? We're dying to know. It was such a disappointment. The show is such a massive disappointment for me. I thought, like, no, please. We want to stay with him and see what happens. But then we get a text the next morning. Ding. We get a te- we get. I just got an email. We get a text the next morning that from Sam that's like, let's watch the soccer game so everything's going great. But then we find out, of course, like Matthew had mentioned, that every time he tried to escape the house, it sent a a duplicate version of himself into the world. Which is easily killable. As we saw in the previous episode, you just got to hit the dupe in the face and it explodes into lots of yellow goo. Now, this has some elements, a little bit of like... Let's get invisible, you know, like yeah, the let's get invisible elements. It's like with the dupes, we don't know which is the real James. It has a little stay out of the basement. There's one point when they're trying to figure out who's the real James. Now, the thing that gets messy about this, no pun intended, is again the lack of rules or whatever. We don't. I don't understand what the what. What is the point of the dupes? Like, what are they? Like, are they supposed to be evil? Do they want to take over James's life? I think we find out later that the point is that Harold Biddle has magical evil things in the basement. And one of them is not a cuckoo clock, but there is a cuckoo clock upstairs that if someone hits their head on it, turns them into duplicates. So the duplicates can run out into the real world and, and do go, what? And find a box and bring it back to Harold Biddle. So why can't they just find the box and bring it back to Harold Biddle? Why do they have to why throw Why can't James? Harold Biddle just go find the box? Girl. Why do they throw James into a pit? And why are they like... There's so much... So the, the dupes start... like They go to school and start saying mean things to people and giving harsh truths, just like we did the past episode In with fact, Isabella. In fact, I turned to Dale at one point. I was like, oh no, James, take off the haunted mask because it's just like this exact same thing over again. So it's just like the dupes are out in the world being like... Mean. Not not super mean, but causing like, a little bit of trouble. And they're causing to, like, a little bit of trouble, but like there's that's there's no follow through. There's no there's no reason. There's no result. There's nothing. Like what what is the what is the point of them? And we also find out later in the episode that James is in that pit at the bottom of the ground floor for a week? week. 
a full week, which doesn't make any... The time in the show, I mean, I guess especially in this episode, maybe that's where the cuckoo clock of doom comes in. Girl. Is the time doesn't line up or make any actual sense this about. Is sick. It doesn't make sense. When are they in school? When are they not in school? When is someone showing up at someone's door? Like, there's no sense of time. And it, there's, you're right, Daniel. There's just no rules in the show at all. So, I don't know. The friends all, and they're not they're friends. They're not friends. The, the characters in the show end up <laughs> sort of finding, following a... Well, because Isabella, listen, we go back to that moment when they're playing pool and Isabella hits a, I don't know, plays pool and hits the ball or whatever, and it makes James explode. And then all the parents come in and blame it on Isabella for like this fake looking yellow slime slime on the wall. Like it's like, it's just a prank. And Isabella convinces the other characters that because she's dripping in yellow goop and kills and destroys one of the dupes in front of is uh, Margot and Isaiah that they have to go, I don't know. They have a really quick throwaway line where it's like, it was me, I was the troll, and the haunted mask did that for me, and that's where we got the camera. It's the basement of the Bill House. And then they go into the mine, they follow one of the dupes to the mines, and then there's sort of a fake-out moment that has no payoff. There's no real reason for having all the dupes pretend to be James if none of them are James. It doesn't make any sense because none of them are James, so why would one fake pretend they're one of the, like, what is that? And then... Uh, basically they end up getting james out there's also this weird thing that happens kind of where it's like isaiah and james get in an argument that's not about anything and they're kind of like i can ne- you're never the real you man i don't really trust you the reason why that's not earned the reason why it doesn't make any sense is because we don't we never learned who james and isaiah are in the first place yeah we never got to see an episode of them being normal or what their real relationship is because it's not clearly defined there's also i noticed in the episode description downstairs after we finished this episode saying james is desperate to fit in or do it will do anything to be liked or something like that huh that is never clear and that is it's just he does have a line where he's like i'm only i'm only one of six gay people in this high school or in town i will also say uh, maybe this is controversial or whatever but the show doesn't feel gay to me Mm. it feels again like straight people writing for gay people and i kind of like i like i resent it a little bit because it feels like love victor to me in a way or like love simon or whatever speak on it because it makes me feel like if we're gonna have two gay men flirting at a party why is there a conversation about soccer and sports and it to me as a gay person it made me feel to make these gay characters palatable we need to have them talking about sports because we need to appeal to a straight audience i know this is complicated and this is nuanced or whatever also i didn't appreciate them not showing what happens with the two of them afterwards yes and wait a minute wasn't there a reference in the first episode that they kissed right after the, that night? Remember? There's an episode that in the in the first episode there's a James says something to Isaiah. It's like well, how we did... see them kiss in this episode. Yes. Yeah, that's right. So like, I mean, we do we do get a gay kiss, which is great. It just doesn't feel nothing about this feels authentic. But it's a television show. Yeah, to me it feels a little more like anybody could be gay even the jock in high school so like don't we're we're open here and any we're not going to give into stereotypes and that's this what is I the fe- future yeah and that's what that's what i feel about it where it's like i feel like it's trying to subvert expectations of what a gay guy conversation would be like to make it about 
soccer but at the same time it just really gives this is not for a gay audience but there happen to be gay characters in it anyway but but, but it's you know um, (laughs) honestly Goosebumps they're 12 years old and so none of this stuff should ever really come up anyway in the books because we never had like love interests in Goosebumps of any kind that's true also so we learn that so there's all the same stuff with Justin Long's character where, well, there's, there's like a, a, there's a sequence where, so, um, um, they really beat us over the head with like nineties, nineties, nineties. And they make sure they point, like have a nineties song every on time. On a nineties CD player. Every time that we see Justin Biddle or whatever. And there's also a sequence where he eat, eats worms, CGI worms. And I looked over kitchen. at Matthew and I said, do you think they just read the title Go Eat Worms and think the book Go Eat Worms is about eating worms. Like that's, which is not what the book's about. Because if you're listening to this, you know that that's not what the book's about. But Well, and maybe, and maybe they're trying to, I, I, I think they're trying to be cute and, and, but it is our job to dig deep and stay, yeah. stay, stay honest here. Also like it, the way that Justin Long is playing Harold, or he's, the way he's being directed and written, it's like he's supposed to be a teenager, but he's acting like a, like a hyper eight-year-old. In a way. Yeah, like chocolate milk and whoa. He's not like threatening or scary, really. He's just, I was watching this and I thought, you know what did this type of thing right? And I'm not going to say more than that, is the third episode of Buffy called Witch. You should watch that if you yeah. want to watch, if you want to watch what like creepy high school possessed could be like. Yeah. That's how it's done. Yeah. And this, I'm not scared of Harold Biddle. I'm not, it just, it seems like wacky, like I don't know sitcom kind of like what is what is the like we do get what that the moment joke? there where dupe James comes over with a big box and Harold Biddle's like did you get it for me or in whatever? the box I'm I'm inferring it's, it's slappy. slappy it's supposed to be it slappy. should be slappy in there and he's not in there and that fills me with joy and excitement and I really 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 am leaning hard on slappy and I hope slappy pulls I hope through slappy saves this whole I thing. hope slappy pulls through so we learn through this sort of awkward conversation between Harold Biddle and the guidance counselor who is Margot's dad that Mar- Mar- Margot's dad is married to Sarah who I guess is was Harold Biddle's crush in high school. Was, oh yes, but they. But in the same conversation, he admits that they are also they're they're married, but they are separated, and that kind of like excites Harold. I think there's this weird thing where it's like the way that the parents' separation is treated is if it's like this really really deep dark dirty secret. You know what I mean? And it's not great news, and it's complicated, and it's it, you know it's whatever. But like. I I don't know. It felt like we were trying to serve pretty little liars, but then the secrets weren't that shocking. Yes. So the 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 characters now have these we're given this picture of Harold Biddle by Nora that is like just a like a publicity still of the actor playing Harold Biddle and they know that this is all going back to Harold Biddle's house. So they call Margot calls her mom who why do they call the mom? They call the mom because they have to call the mom. That's right. They call the mom because the mom is going to... She knew Harold Biddle or went to high school. I, I don't remember why they have to call the mom. to Because the other they can't trust the other parents or something. Or I don't know. 
and they can't talk to their parents, so they have to talk to Margot's mom. So Margot begrudgingly calls her mom, and we see Margot's mom, and Margot Margot says, hey, mom, this weird stuff is happening with Harold Biddle, and she said, don't trust the other parents. I'm on my way. I'll be right there. And she pulls out her Biddle box and looks at a picture of Harold Biddle that's another still from the same photo shoot, and she's on her way to... Port Lawrence to deal with the Biddle drama. I hope something more interesting happens than the fact that they were all just teens that were mean to Harold Biddle and killed him by accident, and then that's it. Like, what's so interesting about that? I I, I don't know. A friend of mine was compared this to Nightmare on Elm Street, and he, and he yeah, said he I said hasn't this been done where they like parents burned and now like burned somebody alive and now they're taking it out on i said you know you're not wrong Haney. you're not wrong you're not wrong so that was cuckoo clock of doom <laughs> that was cuckoo clock of doom where's the cuckoo clock where's the cuckoo clock now where's my cuckoo clock not the cuckoo clock of doom just cuckoo, cuckoo clock, clock of, of doom. doom so the next episode is go eat worms where inevitably lucas will eat worms uh-huh. and then be possessed by worms and start acting out at school and then um the parents will get involved and they will eat at nora's restaurant and um nora 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 and the characters will be characters well we just can't wait Go Eat Worms. <laughs> Go Eat Worms is one of my favorite episodes of the original series. It's one of my favorite books. I Cuckoo Clock of Doom. The Cuckoo Clock of Doom is also one of my favorite episodes of the original series. And it was the first, was was not it the first episode that aired. It was the first after episode. the Haunted Mask. That's special. correct. Yeah, yeah. How cool. That's Which books cool. do you wish they had done instead? Tell us and what your thoughts do are. Do you eat worms? Do you do you have powdered chocolate on your face and then drink a um, carton of chocolate milk? Tell us your favorite song from the 90s that you dance around to your house. What's in. your favorite flavor, Watermelon Jolly Rancher? Yeah, what's your favorite? So email us at welcome to deadcast at gmail.com or you can say hey to me and ask me about my worms at Daniel X Montgomery on Instagram or Daniel Montgomery or just Daniel X Montgomery Instagram. My Instagram is at Matthew underscore Scott underscore Montgomery and my Twitter is irobotyeatworms. And my my i can't i'm i can't even come up with a joke right now so <laughs> so we are excited to get to slap i'm excited to get to slappy yes i'm curious i'm curious about slappy and here's my wish i wish and maybe it's a maybe it's an animal thing but i wish for any worms that aren't cgi Yes, I, I pray for not CGI worms. I really just want, just give me mostly non-CGI worms. I would love that. I just simply would like just worms to be everywhere. I don't need any eating worms. I think that's dumb. I don't need worms crawling under your skin. No, I need like, I want like worms in the bed, giant worms everywhere. Worms, worms, worms. And worms I want, on the brain. And I want mostly worms and almost none of the parent stuff. I don't really want any of the other characters. I would just really love a 20 minute episode about just um, uh, animatronic worms. So listen to us to the next, listen to the next episode to see, to see if we get it. If you dare. If you dare. Getting crazy and we've gone cuckoo. Gonna pop.